Welcome to Relationships at Work, the leadership mindset guide to creating a workplace we love. I'm your host, Russell Lolliker, communications and leadership nerd with a whole bunch of, well, a couple of decades anyway of experience and a whole heap of curiosity on how we can make the workplace a better place. If you're a leader trying to understand and improve your impact on workplace culture and the employee experience, well, you've found yourself in the right place. Every week on the show, I talk with a local or global leader on topics that are here to help us improve the workplace. We've tackled so many topics. We've done over 100 shows. There is a lot to dig into when it comes to leadership, workplace culture, employee experience, whether it's empathy, communication, diversity, imposter syndrome. That was one of my favorites. Plain language, uh, negativity, mental health, burnout, activism. Uh, we have so many topics you can get through into our archives of episodes, and I encourage you to do so because we've gotten to a lot and we have a lot more to go. And that was an added bonus right here, right now. I'll be sharing an additional episode pulled from the pages of our weekly Raw Note newsletter, which you can actually still subscribe to. But this, this right here, this audio, this voice of mine, this is just a quick, valuable, under 10 minutes bit of information on top of our regular show. So the Raw Note podcast episode I'm passing on to you this week is called Why Not Trust Ourselves Before Others? Big question mark. Do you ever see how an organization talks, how it operates, how it leads? And you can't stop scratching your head as to why they do what they do. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Jokes. All right. I've always found it so odd that organizations will talk of hiring the best, prioritizing employee empowerment, and all things about how great their teams are. And then when it comes to trying to gather new ideas or constructive feedback or trying to highlight existing issues, those same organizations will actually favor outside ideas rather than their own staff. That staff, they just talked about how great they were, that they hire the best and all those things. And yet, even if that staff member or those teams have been talking about these things for years sometimes, they still go outside to try to hear the same things they've already been hearing. Now, I'm not pooping on consultants. I've worked with some amazing ones that only improved the work and the environment I was in. However, this remains odd. And this isn't industry specific. It's this reoccurring theme where employees share their concerns and ideas, which are then ignored or minimized or kicked down the road. But when a consultant comes in, and here's the rub, often paid much more than the employees that are already there. And then those consultants say the exact same thing, the same ideas, the same concerns. Well, suddenly leadership is like, why weren't we doing this all along? And now they're prioritizing this like it's the most important thing, like it's the first time they've ever heard it before. Does this sound familiar to you? Because I've heard this on and on and on over the years from, from my network across industries. And employees see this and feel so undervalued. Why didn't they ask me? Why didn't they listen to me? I would have told them this three years ago. I did tell them this three years ago. But, oh, sure, now they listen. And I get it to some degree. The company believes that consultants have special expertise or fresh eyes that their employees don't have. So they carry more weight. 
Or maybe it's as simple as we paid them more to find and fix a problem and they did. So now it's worth more because we paid more. But to an employee, it makes it seem like we trust the words of outsiders more than those that we're talking that we want to empower and retain. Whether real or perceived, it can really seem that way. So how do we address this? Because consultants aren't going anywhere. They're still an absolute valuable resource. But employees will go somewhere else if they don't feel like they're valued, whether they're listened to. So let's figure out how we can focus on those that we hired, that we're investing time and resources in, that we want to retain, that we want to make them feel engaged in the work. We want them to feel valued in their work. So how do you make them feel like their efforts and opinions matter? Because they do. Well, first, how about we invest in employee development? There we go. By developing opportunities for training, mentoring, career advancement, we can show we are committed to our employees' growth and development within the organization. So if they're not feeling valued, let's make an effort to show we're really investing in them, in their knowledge, in their skills. If we want to show we value our employees, there's nothing better than investing time and effort in them. Now, let's also, number two, shall we say, provide competitive and compensation and benefits. Offering fair compensation, benefit packages, and so forth, prioritizes employee wellness. And it demonstrates that we value our employees' contributions to the organization because we're showing them value in the bottom line. If we're underpaying our staff, or at least vastly over, I don't want to say overpaying, but at least perceptually, we are highly paying consultants far more to say the exact same things. So of course they're going to go, well, you know, you could save money by talking to me and you just have to pay me a little bit more and I'll stick around. Seek employee feedback and input. Number three, feedback and input. Ask for and act. That's the thing. Act on employee feedback. That demonstrates that we value their input and are committed to creating a positive and collaborative work environment. Nothing says, I'm hearing you, and then not doing anything, not following up, going to a consultant, hearing the exact same thing, paying them way more, and then still talk about collaboration. It just doesn't add up. So we have to listen, but then we have to follow up and we have to act. Number four, prioritize employee recognition and appreciation. By recognizing employees' contributions through awards, maybe it's public recognition or other forms of appreciation, we're demonstrating that we value their hard work and dedication to the organization. We hear you. You matter. Let me tell the world. And last, we have to listen. We have to listen actively and intentionally. As leaders, if we take note of the ideas and feedback of our staff of our teams and then check back in with them, then we can't say that we hadn't heard it before. It helps our memory and we don't just gloss over it. Other priorities come up. I totally get that. But if we actually make note of the ideas and feedbacks of our team, it might help that feedback be more top of mind. That way, if we hear those ideas and feedback again from our teams, we may actually remember we'd heard it before. Even when a consultant comes in and says the exact same thing, we'll be like, yeah, that reinforces what my team's been telling me. 
if you really don't want to absolutely trust that your team's words are the final say and you want to hire a consultant, okay. But then let's not ignore that we've heard this before or act like we haven't heard this before over and over again. And taking note will actually help with that. Consultants are great. They can add a fresh perspective on existing problems, but we also need to understand that our own employees, our teams, have been working with these problems longer and living with these problems and trying to adjust and tolerate or go around these problems. So by actually taking these steps that I've illustrated, it shows that those team members are actually part of the team. The consultants aren't. They're not. They come in here to do a job and then they go to another team. They're here for a good time, not a long time. So if we want to retain employees, if we want to retain knowledge, if we want to keep and value those that we say we want to keep and value, then we need to keep all of this very much in mind. And that will do it for another Raw Note episode of Relationships at Work, the Leadership Mindset Guide to Creating a Workplace We Love. I'm Russell Lolliker, your host, as I do. Um, if you've enjoyed this mini episode or our guest episodes, which drop every Tuesday, I encourage you to go over to our uh, ratings and reviews. Apple has them. I think Spotify pretty sure does as well. Uh, if you just leave a star rating or review, it actually helps the podcast get found. It uh, boosts it up when it comes to recommendations and so forth. So uh, yeah, every little bit helps. So really, really appreciate your time in investing in the show because I love investing in this show. All right, take care.